Peace, everybody. This is Dahad State of Mind. It's your boy, Evil, and your man, State. What's good, man? It's like we was talking off off um, line, man. It's been a, it was a crazy weekend, right? <laughs> From that. Oh, man. It, so the story was. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit up Dahad. <laughs> I said, yo, you feel like doing a pod? And Dahad's response basically was. Bro, I ain't even feeling like it. <laughs> and that was the first time, like, ever where I could say, like, dog was, like, he was, like, he was not going to do a part that night. So I'm like, all right, bet. Let's wait a few days. Let's cool off. Let's see what happens. Because if we would have recorded the other night, it would have been bad. And what we would have been saying would have been. <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> age well. I know that. So it would definitely <laughs> wouldn't age well. Yes. <laughs> So, now so that we what, talking, what were your today, thoughts, man? What were your thoughts for, from the Atlantic? You thought like it was over, right? Because you know, I actually, yo, I, I actually, it took me like maybe like an hour and change to do like this, um, this Tom Thibodeau, uh, you know, thumbnail with fire and all kind of shit. I was, I was about to go freaking crazy, man. So, you know, I, I'm so glad that that um didn't happen. But I, I was ready to to um, say fire Tom, Tom Thibodeau, bro, after that Atlanta game. So. You know, we go into the first quarter. We watching um Alec Burks. He's playing well, by the way. He's he's right. playing well. He's played well the last seven games, right? And we watching him run the run the offense as the point guard. We watching the defense switch. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I kind of like I, um kind of like Alec Burks as starting point guard. But you know, at one point, him and Randall was like three for fifteen or three for twelve. I don't really remember, but you know. The first sign of me seeing Tibbs, like the light bulb switches on, he takes out Mitchell Robinson and he brings in Jericho Sims. So I'm like, okay, all right, cool. You know, we don't have no Derrick Rose. So I'm like, all right, cool. So Jericho Sims immediately blocks a shot. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> he gets a put back dunk. And I'm like, yo, this kid. I don't know what's wrong with Mitch. I think the weight gain has taken away some of his leaping abilities. Uh, he looks real sluggish. Uh, I love Mitch. Um, I would like to keep Mitch in for the Knicks to trade Nerlens. I want to make that clear. But this kid, Jericho Simmons, comes in the game. So the second quarter starts. And Tim's does something that I thought he would never, ever do. He sits Randall, puts in Obi. Leaves Jericho Simpson. And then he puts in Grimes and Quickly. So now I'm watching Quickly, Grimes, RJ, Obi, and Jericho Simpson. And they are literally running Atlanta off the court. It's 37-30. I'm losing my mind in my crib. I'm like, what is going on? What is Tibbs doing? This can't be Tibbs who's coaching right now. And he actually let them get run, something that I always wanted him to do because you can't give me all of these vets and say you're building for something for the future and you don't play the kids together. Like, what, what, what are we building for? So I see I see that lineup. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. They start smacking the Hawks. And I'm like, okay, okay. So, you know, he brings back in the starters. 
like clockwork. <laughs> like clockwork, we lose the lead. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know what is wrong, bro, with that starting unit, but I guess we're going to talk about it because Tibbs actually made a change after the game. Um, the game previously before, but it, it, it it's just like that bench is just keeping us in games, and I, I just love what I see from the kids, and I love tips for that. Like, I appreciate him for that. Um, he's only doing it because people are hurt. Um, not going to work. God bless those guys. And he's not doing that because he wants to. He's doing it because he's forced. But I'll take it. So I, 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 I'm happy with our scene, man. I'm happy with our scene. Yeah, I'm happy too, man. You know, not for nothing, it's the basketball guys. You know, that's like the taboo thing that we always say, you know, the, the basketball guys wanted this basketball guy. You know, the basketball guys took out Derrick Rose. They took out Kemba Walker, you know what I'm saying, and, and took out uh, Mitch, took out New Orleans Noel, took out um, Todd Gibson, took out all the guys that we keep complaining about all the time and to force Tom Tibble, like you said, to play the guys that we that everybody wants to see play. You know, everybody wants to see Grimes play. Everybody wants to see Jericho play. This, that, and the other down, down the line and stuff. But, like, the tale of two, of two games, the Phoenix and the Hawks, uh, you know, I'm I just looking at the way the way that they – um when Kemba's out there, when Kemba's out there, it's like everybody forgets that he's there. Tom Thibodeau forgets that he's there. You know, he doesn't play defense. They're, they're not running any pick-and-roll plays for him. You know, so he's basically just out there just, like, for no reason. It's like the, nobody knows what to do with him. He's like a, like a cankasaur on the starting unit. You know what I'm saying? If you if you get that, you know, so like once you have a canker score, that, that fucks up everything. You can't talk, you can't bite nothing, you know, either you don't want to eat anything, you know. So that that to use that as an example, that that's the way our offense has been when Kevin Walker as a starter. Like we gotta do so much extra stuff just to get, you know, it to work because Kemba Walker Kemba Walker is just like a canker sore. Not not a not a um not in a negative way as far as like his attitude or anything like that. It's just the simple fact that the way that he plays, we just can't get it together with that starting unit. Yeah, but, you know, uh, fast forward now to um, Burks starting. It was like night and day because the ball immediately got taken out of, uh, uh, of Julius Randle's hands, and that's what everybody wants. You know, so Kemba, um, excuse me, um, uh, Burks, you know, they, they basically run in the same kind of sets, but the thing with, with Burks is that um, he doesn't need, like, the two picks to come up. He doesn't need extra stuff. You know, he doesn't need to change, like, the whole offense just to get Kemba Walker off because um, I actually had made a pod just talking about how we need to get Kemba Walker involved. But looking back at it now, it's just like we have to do too much just to get Kemba Walker going, you know. But when with um with Burks there, I guess with the chemistry from last year, they just know how to how everybody just knows how to play. So when Burks is out there, like they don't just um forget about him, you know. Burks is a big part of what's going on, and Fournier got hot too, you know, just for the simple fact. But um having to have him in there, just just the fact that the ball kept coming back to Burks, you know, like like it, it was able to find Fournier, you know. So that, that's why Fournier was able to get off. But you know, like, like you said, like that bench man when the bench came in, it was different now because now you you don't now it was just running awful quickly, and I feel like quickly was running every single time he got it, man. I was like, yo, look at it, look at this, you know. And I didn't I didn't do a halftime show because I was at work, man, because of the holidays. Holidays got messed up, but like every time Burks, I'm not Burks, um, quickly got the ball, he was pushing that boy, bad boy, man. So I mean that that definitely took the um, Atlanta Hawks out their game because they they couldn't like I, I feel like the Knicks were tired, but Atlanta Hawks was, was worse than us. You know, everybody was tired, but just that was the push to pace, the change of pace offense with, with quickly. That was amazing, man. You know, so I, I think we're on to something. You know, that's that's one thing that I've been saying, too. I, I feel like all of our problems can, can be handled in-house. You know, like, you know, trades and stuff like that. We were talking about that stuff. 
but we have so much depth that, that this this problem can be fixed in house and i think i think we might have done it mm. so what's crazy is rj has a sickness right now he's questionable against yeah. the nets um, he's questionable we, he's hurt nah he's no, he got sick. a non-covid illness oh my so, god Oh God! So our our team right now, we're literally, <laughs> and this is just so funny to me because I always wanted Tibbs to play the kids. I just didn't want him to play the kids in this sort of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 how many times do I tell you that, man? You put it out there, you put the energy out there, you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it right back. So you kept saying you want to play the kids, you want to play Kevin Nye, all these different guys. Look, RJ's out. Who gonna get minutes next next game? <laughs> Kevin Knox, right? <laughs> You're gonna get everything that you asked for. I keep, I keep telling people that, man. Oh man! So You're gonna I, get I, exactly I, what you asked for. But what I, what I'm getting from these guys is exactly what I want. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I, I want to see quickly improve. Quickly has definitely improved his game. Obi has definitely improved his game. RJ, he's in a slump right now. He is playing so pathetic right now. So I, I, I try to give him a pass. Um. And he was playing next to Kimber Walker. Randall, you know, that's Randall. Randall going to be Randall. But Evan Fournier, my problem with him is when his shot not falling, he doesn't, he don't, he don't give me nothing else. So he's the next thorn in, in, in my side that I, I think needs to be removed. He's serviceable now. So he, he's serviceable now, but... I, I would like to upgrade at that spot as well. But Burks is good for now. I, I, I like Burks at that spot. It gives Grimes, I think Grimes forced Tibbs' hand. And I think the front office and on down, they see that these other first round picks is playing. I just watched this. I just looked at a stat. Franz Wagner just had 25, 6, and 5. First Orlando Magic rookie since Shaq to do that. Grimes got to play. They gotta justify yeah, but, that. Pit. But at the same time, Wagner is pretty good, man. He's a really but, good basketball player. I think Grimes is pretty good too. Give him the minutes. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that, that's that's a, that's a whole different thing. I, I think you know Grimes. Grimes is, is um. We he already proved what he could do for us. But I don't think it's gonna be on a Wagner um thing. Wagner Wagner is really good, man. I I think Grimes got more to show. I trust I trust Will Perry. I just I trust Will Perry. I think Grimes got more to show. I don't think he get enough opportunity to show that because we haven't played him yet. But I think he would get that opportunity now because Tim's seen enough. I've seen enough, too. Grimes defends. He yeah. defends better than Evan Fournier, if you want to be technical about it. And well, well, you know, that, that's one thing that this, that makes me feel good, too, because all the complaining that me and you do and all, all the other um, podcasts and stuff out there, you know, Tom Thibodeau and them, they must see the same thing that we see because they they basically change everything that we've been saying, you know. So um, Grimes, Grimes, every time we came out there, he's been playing good. He's always been a plus player. Ever since that time I told him told you that he was hot hot garbage in, in the um in the summer league, I was saying he was hot garbage after the first two two games. But he you know he's a plus player, man. So you know, I agree he's a good player, man. You know, that that alley oop that he threw to 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 Obi Toppin was dope. Cause um I, it was it was it looked like a play that he was gonna lose the ball next day you know is up in the alley oop. So he's he's a good basketball player. But now, you think know, about the think think about the dribble move he did. See, that's our offensive IQ. Think about the dribble move he did to get to that alley oop. That looked like he does it in practice because he did the behind the back and threw it up like he knew Obi was going to get it. 
well the i mean the behind the back move was was kind of like simple but just the how how he got that pass up so accurately from from the behind the back move that was that was pretty that was pretty dope you know so you know i think you know, he right right now him playing off the uh, you know off the bench i think like me and you've been saying that that that's he looks fantastic you know that we, we were saying that we was ready to get burks up out of here you know to put grimes in that spot but now you know uh burks like is back to playing his um finishing role you know as like the 99 cent james harden as you always say you know he, he's back to that now so he, he's actually a plus player so him starting with him starting the way that the way that he's been playing i think is perfect man so grimes is going to come in and take and taking that spot that, that everybody say that he could take uh quickly off the bench i, I think when rose comes back i think quickly he's got to got to um got to put keep his um, foot on the um on the pedal because i think that that's what takes advantage of of what he does well because when, when he slows down and tries to run half court offense that's when he gets in trouble but once if he's pushing the pace and stuff um, looking for Obi on the alley oops and and whatever, and then they can they can always fall back on rolls, you know, to set up half court stuff. Well, I, I think that's that's gonna be our bread and butter now. Now that we have the um the starting lineup situated now, because I you know it, you mentioned Fournier, I think Fournier played so much better off of Burks, man. You know, I, I just felt like he was in much more of a rhythm with Burks out there. You know, so with, with that with that being said, you know, I I just think that right now, I think I think we we might need to get maybe five good games, and with with this with this rotation as it is, I think we're gonna see a whole different Knicks team. Man. I think we're gonna see the Knicks team that we thought we was gonna see in the beginning. That's that at least that's what I'm hoping. So I don't usually like giving you the stats, but I gotta give you some of these stats because this is very important, right? The yeah. Knicks have been. Outscored by a whopping 122 points in 441 minutes, Kimba has played this season. A minus 122 is the worst plus minus by far any player on a winning team this season. That is very disgusting. In contrast, the Knicks have outscored their opponents by plus 113 points with Derrick Rose on the floor, plus 100 points with Emmanuel Quickly on the court, and plus 46 points with Alec Burks on the court this season. Our eyes don't deceive us. That all three of those guys have been playing well, right? Never stirred. So Burks, name the starter. You got, um, and shout out to Tommy Beard, by the way. You know, over the, on New York's last 10 games, quickly is averaging 12.3 points while shooting, a score of 44% from downtown and 90% on free throws. And he's taking care of the ball. Only 77 turnovers in 1,625 career minutes. That's a positive. And this season, um, NY New York has allowed 116.3 points per game per 100 possessions when Kimba's on the court. New York has allowed, and my eyes don't deceive me at this stat too, has allowed just 98.5 points per game with quickly on the court and 97 points per game with Rose on the court. So quickly, a.k.a. Low, low Avery Bradley, a.k.a. Low Mike Bibby. I don't know what he won't be. I don't know if he won't be big. I don't know what he is, but numbers don't lie. Our tests don't lie. It matches both. Um, I love quickly, man. I, I love that kid, man. He's good. He's going to be good for us, man. Like I said, just um, the whole setup now, just like the whole, all the sets you gave up was Kemba, 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 Kemba. You know, so Kemba was was definitely, the uh, like I said, the canker sore on the offense. We got rid of it. We bust the canker sore. We put a little oil gel on there or whatever we need to put on there uh, to, to heal it up. So now, like I said, the next five games, I think is really going to like really show show us a lot here. But um, uh, what are you going to say? Uh, somebody said, um, he goes big task. He said, big, um, Burks is not the answer long term. But he's much better for for um for Kemba. I think at the present time, like we can't like like think about long term because I mean long term obviously uh, after quickly we got um what's the name Deuce McBride so that's long term right there. 
those two guys are definitely going to be our point guards for the future. Eventually, um, you know, quickly probably going to be um, put into that uh, starting lineup. And then, um, you know, Deuce McBride might get pushed up. Or it might be vice versa. Maybe um, Deuce McBride jumps quickly and becomes a starter, but quickly could still be in the same role. You know, we don't never know how, what's going to happen with that. But I think uh, long term, we already have that sold up as well. You know, you know, Deuce, Deuce and quickly, that's going to be our point guards for the future. But right now, today, with the way this things are going on, Burks is is the solution at uh, at point guard. Because I mean, last year he was our closer, you know. So you know that that was the writing on the wall from the beginning. We we should have definitely had him there to begin. From you know from 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 based of, based off of what happened last year. So shout out to Deuce McBride. He had twenty eight points, six rebounds, five assists, five made three pointers, three steals. Lucas Yeah. Scored. A game high, twenty nine points to go along with nine rebounds. Um, shout out to Walt Perry, man. He, he's doing a hell of a, uh, he's doing a great job. And I think <laughs> here's the thing, um, dog. It's one thing to when we say we want to build, right? When you looked at that game yesterday, and you look at the out, outlook of this team, and you see that rotation. It gives you a sense of of accomplishment, and it gives you a sense of hope, because we then had losing seasons. <laughs> we won seventeen games to get RJ. <laughs> we yeah. won. We won. I think seventeen games to get was uh, no. We won twenty. Who, how many games we won to get Kevin Knox? <laughs> I mean, he was he was bad. That's all you need to know. He was bad, like he was really bad. So to see all these guys on the court at one time, and what and we're actually winning is actually like meaningful minutes. It's not in garbage time. It's it's a blessing to see, especially with with four draft four of those draft picks that we have and Julius Randle on the court. That's the only time I want to see Randle on ball. You got all them young boys on the culture, on ball. Now you could ice. Now I want to see ice around. You get what I'm saying? Because now you can mix and match. Let all the kids play off you. When those starters is in there, you got to play off Burks. Let Burks do his thing. Let RJ, you know, set up RJ. But I would like to see more RJ on ball. Um, RJ plays so well with the with, with the bench unit. By the way, uh, I, I I would like to see more of that. And we're not gonna yeah. sit here and tell me, oh, let's bring RJ off the bench. MSG politics is undefeated. So that's not even a conversation I would like to even entertain with you. <laughs> you just see me smiling, right? Yes. Yo, shout, shout out to Uncle Fulio. He remember he said that they was flaming him so hard, man. Oh my god. It was it was like a barbecue barbecue chicken with that with that dude when he when he said that we should bench. He was saying we should put RJ in G League, we should bench him, all this other stuff. You know, at the time, it, it probably would. It, at the time, it was right because he wasn't shooting good, you know. But then, you know, RJ was able to step up. But I mean, you know, you, you make a good point, man. He does play better with the second unit, man. So, so I mean, like with, with um with Kimball Walker here. See, uh, look look at um Kevin um next year. I was trying to segue into that. He said, "Are uh, we wrong about Kimball? He's not done, you know." All right. So if if Kimball Walker's not done, right? So that that means that that maybe we we might be able to stick him in a trade or whatever. So maybe that trade is the guy to stick. To, uh, to replace RJ and move RJ to the bench. Yo, if you <laughs> Yo, we don't we, we we don't do that here, dog. We don't we, we, we don't do that. Come on. 
No, but yo, it's about the team, right? So I mean, quickly plays plays fast. Whatever. I like. I like There's seeing no RJ. No way in hell, <laughs> dude. No way the Knicks will put the number three pick on the bench for anybody. It could be what? Jesus. What? <laughs> he ain't going Hit to the out. bench. I promise you. That's like, like Julius Randle coming off the bench. Not on this roster. <laughs> well, well, you know, hear me out though. Like for for the, for this for um, for Shisinger because he like he does play good. You know, playing a, at a faster pace. You know, um, playing without having to worry about spots to get to and stuff. He, he was bringing up the ball, um, pulling up for three. You know, coming downhill, that that type of thing. Playing with um with quickly, just a better look for him. You know, so so let, let's say if he was to get like um Walker, which still you know like my man said, he does still have something left in the tank. Um, you, have, you got Walker. Let's say you add Nerlens to that. Maybe you, you put um, Kevin Knox in that mix. You know, maybe even draw the first round draft pick. Who could you pick up with something like that? To me, I think you could still pick up a decent NBA basketball player with that with that, um, with that mix. Oh, I need to remove. I need to upgrade. I need to upgrade either the shooting guard spot or the point guard spot, or go get me a wing and move RJ back. Move RJ to the shooting guard spot. I, well, I a wing was out there. Yeah, I think a wing would be nice. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. Like, say, like Fournier, RJ, whether whether you know whether somebody likes him off the bench or starting, whatever. But just having that third wing because we don't have one. We don't have a third wing. Knox is it, and then Obi is the other kind of like wingish kind of player. So we don't really have like another wing. You know, size for Grimes. Well, Grimes is more like a shooting guard. You know, so what I think that if, that's. What if the bets don't play again? And the rookie show out of it. No, 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 no. I, I hear you. No, hear me out. I understand that. No, Rose gonna play. Rose gonna play. I'm talking specifically about Nerlens Noel, Kemba Walker, because you can replace those two. I think Grimes is going to play. But if tomorrow I watch this next game, us, us against the versus the Nets, and I see quickly and those young boys, Logan Randall. I see them route the Nets tomorrow. You know, you know the agenda. Play them kids. You know the agenda. <laughs> because you could probably move them in a deal as well. You want to get up their value. You're trying to improve the team. You can't trade. Oh. Nobody want Alec Burks by himself in no trade. That's foolishness. I don't know, but we, we can't, I don't think we could trade Alec Burks at this point. But you know, like no. with, with the kids, with the kids you're talking about, the um, the kids is quickly. He's in the second year. Who's the other kid? Uh, Deuce McBride, you know, and then no. and you, Deuce McBride and um, not Deuce McBride, um, Quentin Grimes and, and um, Jericho Sims. That's three. Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett. That's five. Yeah, but Mitchell Robinson's starting and R.J. Barrett is starting, so it's not, you know. But quickly and Obi Toppin is helping us win games. Right now, now you can. You can't tell me Jerko Sins is not helping us win games. Whenever I see him touch the court, he's instant impact. Yeah. So I, I, I you don't. So I'm gonna ask you this. Okay. I understand in the playoff setting, but you don't think Tibbs is going to continue to go look at Jerko Sims for minutes because we all we Absolutely. both know. So we both know Grimes is going to play. That's five. Right. Sims play that's six. So if we're winning because of the kids, I mean, I, I, I would like for us to continue to, even when the vets come back, I would like for them to continue to play these guys, man. Play these guys with Randall. 
get these guys run off the court, and it also gets RJ Barrett easier looks. Right. But you know the the thing about the kids thing is it's a little bit different for us, man, because the these um mm-hmm. these guys are like in their twenties. It's like Grimes is in his twenties, uh, Jericho Sims is in his twenties, you know. So so it's it's a little bit different, like like play the kids kind of thing, because these guys are like basically like like are already like say like two or three year um veterans as far as age is concerned, you know. Obi Toppin as well. So you know playing the kids is still it's still like it's it's not the same as like playing these kids because they're not they're not nineteen. You know, these are like like um, grown men, so it's a little it's a little bit different for us when when you're talking about playing the kids and stuff. So so I, I'm just saying that to say that that um, Tom Thibodeau is gonna be more inclined to play these guys because they're just a little bit more mature. You know, they're more game ready and stuff. So he's definitely gonna be able to play them. So so the issue for him to play the kids, I, I don't think that he will have that issue with the with this particular group because it's just for the simple fact of um of how how grown men they are. They they, they just already you know they already got the the grown men body going for them for you know all all of them everybody that we mentioned, you know. And, and you know it's it's great to see, and it's not like it's not like we sit here lying and saying that they're playing they're playing good and they're not really playing good, you know, yeah. Frank Milikina. But you know, at, at the <laughs> half at, at the halftime, right? Our bench outscored the Atlanta bench by fourteen. The combo of Obi, quickly Grimes, Sims had twenty four points on ten for fourteen shooting. And 11 points in just nine minutes of Obi Toppin in the first half. So it's little stuff like that. It's like, wait, hold on. We might be on to something here. So I, I, I hope Tim's comes to, real, comes to the realization, hey, man, we need to play faster. We need some youth in this lineup. And it's not like, once again, like, we're not sitting here lying and saying that they're playing good and they're not playing good. No, they actually play well together. And yeah. they was running Atlanta off the court. That is a fact. Matter of fact, quick, quickly, uh, um, Trey Young scored two points in the fourth quarter. He didn't score his first points until below one minute in the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> and that was I because of what it was. Yeah, it was something that something. It was like a goofy score, you know, that, that he did. It wasn't really like he did anything. It was like something that that goofy that he did. Yeah, so it's good, man. So I mean, like, what, what do you, what do you think about this? Like, I mean, you know, Manny Ramos he said this a little earlier. He said Terrence Ross, and of course we've been talking about Jeremy Grant for a minute, man. So you know, I, I'm looking, I'm looking at guys like that, man. Like, uh, like to mix in with the with these um, young guys that we got. So I mean, like, like, if you if you get if you eliminate some of the guys that we're talking about, like like we mentioned before, we're talking about um, Nerlens and those guys. If we, if we was to eliminate some of those guys and, and maybe add in another vet into these young guys, like 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 a Ross. Or Jeremy Grant, I think that I think that would be enough to, to close the gap right there, you know. At, at the starter position, um, somewhere in the mix, however, however it gets done, you know. Maybe, I, don't, I, maybe... I, I don't think the bench should be touched. <laughs> if, if you want me to be honest with you, I think just we just gotta upgrade upgrade the starter position. We got enough ammo to do it without getting up a lot of players, honestly. We got a lot. But, we, we got but if we ammo. if we if we upgrade the the starting position, somebody mm-hmm. that's starting now is going to have to go back to the to the bench. So I mean that's good too, though. I, I mean it's, it's I I don't see no lose lose here. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like I don't see how we can lose here because we can sit like if we beat the Nets tomorrow and the kid and a lot of these kids five five kids play. Let's say if RJ Barrett don't play. Let's say if Kevin Knox play. And he miraculously get ten points or something, and, 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 and we go on a win streak. Um, RJ comes back, and, and RJ starts playing well. 
And, you know, these guys, Nerlens and these guys are still, you know, in hospital beds. Besides Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, he could get as much rest as, as he wants because I want him healthy. 100% healthy because he's one of our team's best players. But let, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got a tough week this week, too, man. We played the Nets. Yeah. We played the Bulls and the Nuggets. I want, I, I want smoke. I want smoke. I want it. I want smoke. I, I want smoke. I'm so confident right now. I, I don't even – what Tibbs did yesterday tells me he's willing to adapt. It took him – it took him about a year and some months to, to switch on the light bulb. But, you know, let's see if he continues to do what he do next game because the Nets don't got nobody inside. They don't got nobody in that paint. So there should be no reason why I don't see Mitch get a double-double to To be honest. Jericho yo, Sims, I don't know. Well, yo, the Knicks play Phoenix, right? And then the Nets play Phoenix right after bat. So the, the um, Phoenix smoked them too, smoked um, the Nets as well. So did, did you get did you get a chance to check any of that game? I didn't see yes. it live, but I caught it after the fact. No, nah, I seen a lot of that game. Mm-hmm. It, I feel so bad for Kevin Durant. Uh, not to get off topic a little bit, but... No, it's, it's, on, it's right on topic. Go ahead. It, so, you know, I'll throw a little shade. So, KD chooses the Nets, and he follows Kyrie Irving. Um, he he then proceeds to trade all of the Nets' assets, and you trade Jared Allen. You trade your only big, hence why you're supposed to draft a backup big. And, you know, you've got Kyrie Irving. And now you got James Harden. You have no first-round picks to trade until 2028. And I watched this man play 33 straight minutes in a regular season game. Coming a year off uh, ACL, or was it Achilles? Doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, I feel so bad for him because Kyrie doesn't want to be vaccinated, and you know the market that he's in. But you, like my mother said, my father said, you lay your bed, you sleep in it. You made that decision to follow that man to Brooklyn, so you lay in bed and you sleep in it. And what I would like the Knicks to do is stomp these guys by 20. And I would like for for it to be because of Randall and them kids. I would absolutely love Randall to dominate them all. That goes with the agenda. Because we punched them, I feel like we got a win streak coming. Because I, I, I think the, the, the plug, I think the real issue with the offense was removed. But another layer was added. Grimes is probably one of the only people on the team besides Kemba Walker, Julius Randle, who would even attempt a mid-range jumper. Can you give me some more mid-range jumpers? I seen quickly try. Quickly been trying. He had a turnaround mid-range jumper that I like. Um, yeah, he had I a couple that. of these last few games. He had a couple of these. So he, he's working on his game. Yo, one thing too, man. They must be watching the show because I get so mad every time I see a, a, a floater. But the, the last game against um uh, against Atlanta, they they was they they made a lot of layups off the backboard, if you notice that. Some of those floaters were a little bit hard and they hit off the backboard. So I'm like, okay, so they must be watching the pie because I've I've been screaming for them, them to figure out something else to do. So I mean, like the uh, the floater is such a, a finesse shot. It's it's like it's, it should be ju- it should just it should be just used in like only if you're going against somebody taller, not for every single shot you put up. So I, I see them at least doing that, like changing up the um, the layup package because it's not working for us. Everybody's shooting floaters and nothing is working. So I, I, I just like to see that, man. I, I, you know, I didn't mean to cut you off what you were saying, but. They're learning. They're working on their game. 
yeah. The game, it's a it's a big work in progress, man. So you know, with this with this Nets Nets game, I'm I'm just looking at the starters that they have out there now, cause um this this kid, what's 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 the white kid o- over there that they had? Uh, he he has like wrist surgery, I think. Some something's wrong with him with his wrist, I think. Oh, um, ooh, on the Nets, I, I keep forgetting his I name. Seen the new, I seen the new Joe Harris. Uh, yes, Mr. Harris. Yeah, Harris. He has like something wrong with his wrist or something like that. Yeah, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, 40, yeah, 60, yep, 68 weeks. And also Blake Griffin, you know, he he's completely out the rotation because he's done. He's basically done. He, he gave up. He, he he played his best basketball probably in the playoffs, and that's it for him. I think he's, they're never going back to him. Then then you got LaMarcus Argers over there. You got somebody named um, named Bendry, um, Benbury, whatever he had, 18 and 9. You got Patty Mills, James Harden, uh, uh, Kevin Durant. Outside of that, um, they just got a ragtag a bunch of guys. Uh, Cam Thomas, uh, Paul Millsap. All, all these different guys that, that you never heard of, man. So, you know, like like you said, we, we should be able to to at least compete with them because they still got on Kevin Durant and they still got um, James Harden. But if we, if we play our team defense in, in such a way to, to isolate, because we, we do a great job of isolating stars, you know, and, and but we always get killed by bums. You know, so that's the one, that's the problem that we have when, when, we, when we face teams. But I, I think now, like like you said, a winning streak might be coming. So, like, if, if we can play our game, you know, with, with the way that we've been playing, the bench mob comes in and runs them off the court, you know, we, we should be able to smoke these guys. And I, I would freaking love it if they do that, man. You know, it, it's only right. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you were talking about the next breaking the, breaking down the team, that, that's all right because it's right on on target for what we're talking about. You know, just the, the building of this team. We, we're doing it the right way. Right now, the Nets are done. They just, they just have what they have now, and they're just going to have to wait for it for that to, to figure itself out. They, they, they basically got to wait for, for um, Kyrie to come back. If he, if he ever comes back, they have nothing else. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what the Nets could do. I, I don't know what they could do. Uh, that's on them. They chose their route. We chose our route. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm not too, I'm not too mad at that, but can we, can we go back to something real quick uh, before we get out of here? Uh, I don't want Kemba to be the scapegoat, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, I don't want Kemba Walker to be the scapegoat. So somebody got to defend that man. Um, an article came out in Diamond. He spoke about how some of the Nick top players, they was frustrated with the offense. I see Evan Fournier, he's in interviews, and he's talking about how the offense is stagnant get stagnant sometimes. You see Kemba Walker interview after the Suns lost, and he says, no, the Suns move the ball, the Knicks don't move the ball. Um, just straight up criticizing <laughs> Timberwolves on camera. Yeah. And then you see him taken out of the rotation. What I don't want the Knicks to do and to go back to is the politic crap. I don't want the politic crap to go along with these Knicks. Whoever is not playing, well, you sit there. Don't just try to scapegoat Kimball Walker for stuff like Julius Randle loafing under the basket, not running back on defense. Evan Fournier being a complete no-show when he's not shooting well. When R.J. Barrett is playing like booty cheeks and averaging eight points in four games straight, that is disgusting for a third overall pick. So, in Thibodeau's sets, where he has the point guard just runs up and give Randy the ball. Now, here's my question to you. 
know more than me. Do you think a vet point guard just goes up and gives the guy the ball willingly? Is he coached to do that? Is the sets making him do that? Or is he just doing that out of necessity because he cannot repeatedly put up shots because of his knees? All right, well, the the thing with that, you know, I, I just feel like Kemba Walker's been playing a certain way his whole career, you know what I'm saying? So now it's the same thing. Like, it's, I think somebody mentioned it here. Is it, is it, maybe, maybe it's this comment here. He's kind of like, ask Melo, you know? So, like, Melo was playing a certain way his whole career. So he was asking him to play a different way. You got Phil Jackson to come in here to work the triangle. Of course, it wasn't going to work. You know, you, you have to build through, through Melo, and that's it. You know, you can't really do nothing else other than that. You can't do nothing crazy with the offense. You basically, if you got Melo here, you got to, you have to run the offense through Melo. All right, so now you got Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker is, is essentially the same type of player. You have to run the offense through Kemba Walker in order to get the most out of him. If you don't run it through them, through him, then it's not going to work. So I think that's that's what we've been seeing. It's it just that, that Kemba Walker, he wants to play a certain way, but you know the Knicks are not playing the way that he played in Charlotte and you know, or the way that they play in Boston. They're not really playing off the point guard. You know, so now he has to sit back and, and figure it out now. So now he's in the stage of his career like Melo, where he got to figure. Okay, listen, I'm not the man anymore. I'm not that guy, you know, so it took Melo mad long to figure that out. Now he's in his role now, like so many years later since he left the Knicks. So I think Kemba Walker is going to have to figure that out too because it won't be with the Knicks now. I think that he's probably going to get sent off to another team. So, I mean, like you, you were talking about the politics with Kemba. I think right right now um, because the Knicks can't do this to no other player. You know, um, you know, the like the it, it would be crazy if if he benched if, if he benched Julius Randle and put Obi Toppin, you know, as a starter. I think that no, would, that's mad. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, that, if he did madness. that, that would cause too much of a ripple through the team. I what? Think. Yeah. Would, what? If he, yeah. I mean, bench him in a game. Yes. Like completely right. bench him from starting. He's Hell been doing no. that too, though. He's been, um, Tom Thibodeau's been benching um, um, Julius Randle in the fourth quarter and things like that. You ah, know, so. He don't do know. it enough. He don't need, he's been doing it the last few games. I ain't going to lie. He's been screaming. She's been screaming. Well, I think he scraped that Randle to give Burks the ball the other night. Yeah. Well, remember, remember that one game where he just straight blanked him? He didn't even play in the fourth quarter one time, you know, on Julius Randle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so the messages are being sent out there. So this, I feel like this is the last, um, last, the last message to RJ and to Julius. Say, listen, Kemba's out now, so you, you can't complain that Kemba's the one that's messing up the offense. Now it's back on you guys. Now I clean up the offense. Things are, um, things are seem to be working the way that I need it to work. So now you guys have to do your job. So th- this is a, a, a wake up call. Cause um it it just proves to you that nobody's bigger than 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 anything, cause you know from from the just judging from the press conference the way that they were talking about Kemba everybody's laughing oh ask his ha 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 you know everybody's all happy you know everybody loves Kemba the whole you know coming home thing, you know so to, for him to bench Kemba after all of that that was was said like somebody said like well, my man here he said his mom was there you know he had his he had the baby in the background talking and stuff so it, it was like a lot of drama with that so for you to bench Kemba Walker like this that there, there there is no politics. You know, th- this is for real. This is like, yo, we're trying to win games. Um, let's let's do it. Because the next thing now, if the Knicks don't come out of this, I think they will though. I think th- I think this is going to um, energize the team. But if if they don't come out of this, um, just best believe, I, I think some of these guys are gonna are gonna be traded before the end of the season if they don't come out of this right now. You know, but I think they will. I I, I think they will too. And I kind of dis I I disagree with you with the with the RJ Randall thing only because. It's like it's like Kang. Like it's two different timelines. You have the sacred timeline, who's R.J. Barrett, and then you got another timeline. And the branch off timeline is Julius Randle. But me, I want to stay on the sacred timeline. So 
I understand that this is the long game, right? If we just so happen and we're under 500 by January 1st, 2022, I promise you, Don, Knicks will be taking calls. They're not going to be taking calls for no RJ Barrett. I'm telling you that right there. Because if we're losing games, the people that's going to be really getting that blame, we're going to start looking at Leon Rose. Gave out those contracts over this summer. And Leon Rose is not going to be trying to take that hit. And he also drafted his son's client. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see how this play out. Yeah, but you, you know, like let's let's say like it, it would be catastrophe, straight up like that. It would be a catastrophe. But yes. at the same time, we we have so many good young players that if, if we did if we did sell high, you know, you know, trade Julius Randle, get rid of um, New Orleans, that type of thing to clear up the the um the money out of here, we could easily do that though because um these guys have have a need around the league. You know, you know, well, even though he makes ten million, he still has a need around the league. So we could probably move these guys pretty easily. You know, so but but if we was to do that and just start playing the young guys and that type of thing, I, how much how satisfying would that be? It's, it'll I, still be satisfying as a fan, right? I think you want to know what's so crazy. I don't think we'll be losing, yo. We, we, like genuinely, genuinely, and this is probably the first time. Like, and people in the chat, you could disagree with me, dog. You could disagree with me, but this is the first time you you gotta. A nice little young core that could win you some games. Obi and quickly won us some games. That is a yeah. fact. <laughs> uh, RJ didn't won us some games. That is a fact. Randy just turned 27. He won us some games. That is a fact. Without Jericho Sims minutes, would we have won that game? Would the Knicks have gone up seven while he was on the court with Obi and those boys? We don't know, but it happened. That's fact. <laughs> so yeah. I really do think genuinely in my heart you know a lot of people you know fans you know it's randall fans they call rj mediocre there's rj fans who call randall mediocre i don't really gotta pen those boys against each other honestly um, up, yeah i would love to see I, I love watching randall on ball with four kids on the court i loved it because that's ex- that it makes sense you get you get what i'm saying like it, it from a basketball standpoint okay randall on ball he got them kids. You know Grimes going to cut. You know Obi going to cut. You know Sims is going to catch anything he gives to the rim. Matter of fact, Dan Randall have a nice sweet pass to Sims under the under the rim. A nice little dump off pass. I said, oh, okay. Julius yeah. Chris Webber back? All right. So I, that's a lot of things we want to see, man. I, I think I think it, I think we can go on a win streak, man. I'm hoping we can just continue that energy, man. I think so too. I think right now, as 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 the little the little change that we just did, I think that's gonna that's gonna spark the team. But you know, back to what you were saying about the young guys. Let's say if we was to start selling high, let's say if we're below you know five hundred that type of thing, and we want to try to to um you know prepare for the draft and that type of thing. If that was to go down, I you know I think that we still like you said, I think we still would win. Because I mean, if you trade Julius and all these guys, you're gonna get something back. I think what we get back is still gonna be enough to keep us in the playoff run. You know, because because now you got to start Obi. You might have to shift the starting lineup a little bit, but I think with the players that we get back, we still might actually be able to win. You know, so I, I don't. I, I just think there's nothing that's going to stop us from from doing what we need to do this year. I think. So, hot take early. Alec Burks, me quickly, 
Obi Toppin saving the Knicks season? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are we what are we watching here? I don't know. I, 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 so I, I don't know. And I think Grimes is a winning player. Absolutely. He has he has yet to do he has yet to look to me. I watched Kevin Knox for four years, dog. I watched Grimes, they're two different players. Yeah. Grimes is so nasty defensively. He's in grills a hundred percent of the time. And grills. And I, I, I just love his motor, man. All these kids got motors. That's the one thing I love about Walt Perry, man. He draft these boys that got motors, man. I I love it, bro. Yeah, and shout out with stats. You know, like people, you know, they were talking about um how um you know the Candyman, Frank Nilakina, that his stats, oh the stuff that he does, you know, see on on the on this on the stat sheet, that was all bullshit. But with, with uh Quentin Grimes, Quentin Grimes right now, like like based based off of what's been happening for his career so far, only eight games, he only playing seven minutes a game. You know, the stats is not even worth mentioning. You know, but just regardless of that fact, him him out there playing basketball is a plus no matter what. But because what he does literally does not show up on the stat sheet you know the, him his him him um being able to get back on defense closing out lanes and stuff like that staying in front of in front of guys uh sticking jump shots when he's open you know did little things that you don't see in the, in the stat sheet that 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 um that that um alley to obi Toppin was incredible man you know so there's little little things like that that, that he does to impact the game you're just not really going to see that stuff on the stat sheet so he truly is that guy you know, like that, that we've been saying that all these other guys were. He really is that guy, man. So, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting to really talk about basketball, and not not being in in like the realm of fantasy where we're like, you know, talking about you know what we think. But now we could actually talk what we can, what we actually what actually is happening in front of our face. You know. Yeah, it's it's not like, um, it's not like we're sitting here and we're making guesses. Because it's actually like it's tangible. Like we can see it. Like we yeah. can see it happening on the court. Every time um Grimes is on the court, something nice happens, man. Something special happens. I, I, I like Grimes. I like Deuce McBride. Um it, it it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Let's see. And here's a, another thing too. I, I get on these vets. But Obi topping behind Randall. He got a guy who can show him. He got a family man. He's a family man. He spends his money wisely. Got commercials. You know, he he's understanding the game, bringing them along slowly. You know, you got Taj Gibson. So the OG, he keep the youngins in check. You don't see none of the youngins getting treated like PJ Washington over there on the Charlotte Hornets. You see the youngins, they got all their joints in check. They got their money right. They not in these clubs. Making us look stupid, uh, I, I, and when you watch a guy like Burks, you want a guy like Quinn Grimes to kind of emulate that—that that Swiss Army knife trying to do everything. Sad to say, Burks is playing the role that we always wish Frank Milikina could have played, you know. And they're kind of the same size, but Burks got a shorter wingspan. But that ninety-nine cent James Harden—that it bears well. You, you need that, so yeah. Hey man, I, I I think I think there's no way. Honestly, if we're just trying to be positive and, and and keep it on a positive note, I don't think there's no way the Knicks could tank. Honestly, this season, if they play if they play them kids with Randall, uh, these minutes, man, I don't think there's no way they're gonna tank. 
because the kids is just going to be too good. <laughs> I yeah. think quickly is re- really going to be. I think he's. I think he could be even better than what he is, from what I'm saying. Absolutely, you know. I, you know, there's a song by 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 um, Biggie back in the days that you can't stop the rain. Motherfucker, you can't stop the rain, man. You know, the Knicks, the Knicks are on a trajectory right now that, that I think that no matter what, it, nothing's going to stop it. Because we, we have the bases covered so, so uh, much. You know, we, we have the we have the draft picks in the future. We got young players on the team now. You know, we got uh, flexibility. We have anything that we want to do right now to succeed. So nothing's going to stop it. No matter what we decide to do, nothing's going to stop what, what we got right now, what we got going for us. So, you know, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is a great time to be alive, great time to be a Knicks fan. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I just, I just love what each uh, young guy brings individually, and that's um, a testament to our developmental staff. None of these guys like play the same. They all bring something different, uh, like a different element to the game. Um, you know, quickly, quickly, cojones. <laughs> that that man is going to take that shot. Uh, I, I love you, man, quickly. Um, and quickly is great defensively this year, man. He is salute the man quickly, man. I really appreciate you working on your defense. I don't know, Sherman. I don't know if the Knicks are thirty-seven win team, man. I don't. It, it, I don't know, man. I think them. I think you're not giving them kids enough credit, man. I think that. I think them Bullets is ready, man, to just start producing. Dang. Well, you know, he's he's been talking about um, Obi Toppin. You know, last the last couple of um, comments, he's just been talking about Obi Toppin and stuff, just about the dunks. So. Uh, one of the one of the stuff the things that he said earlier was like, please give him um, something um, better that that he does than Randall. You know that he will hold his breath for an answer. That so he's basically talking about Obi Toppin. You know, ver- you know what he brings versus what what Randall brings. He's such a you can't bring you can't say that straw man comment on him, man. That is such a a straw man scarecrow comment. You know, Obi right now is not better than Randall. We both know that. We all know that, but. When you see the team function on the court with Obi compared to Julius Randle, what are you seeing? You're seeing the ball move. You're seeing defensively we play better. Um, you see Obi switching on Trey Young and not get beat off the dribble. <laughs> like these things, these are things that you're seeing. Um, you see a guy who runs the floor hard every single time to the point where he's on the bench. And I'm hoping they get that man some water. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we both know Obi's not better than Julius Randle. All right. Um, but winning basketball is looks like Obi is playing better winning basketball, if you want to go that route, than Julius Randle. Um, I don't know what basketball season you're watching, brother. I know what I'm watching. So we'll see. Well, well, I, I get I get what he's getting at though, because you know, the, my 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 main gripe against Obi Toppin is the fact that he's not really physical inside, you know. So like, it just could, to compare him to Jericho Sims, Jericho Sims, he yo he boxes out. He was boxing out Capella, making him look look small. Even though Capella still got got his hand on a lot of rebounds and stuff like that, he was able to seal off Capella, and Capella couldn't do nothing about it. But if Obi Toppin is there, that's when Capella's getting his rebounds. You know, because Obi Top is not sealing anything off. He's just kind of a pogo stick jumping up and down, not really uh, sealing the paint. So in that way, I, I I think that's what he's getting at as far as, like, the physicality in the game, that type of thing. But if, if you're going to play Obi Top, and you, you have to deal with the fact that he's not going to do that. You know, but he will give you 110% energy out there. So you you have to give the kid credit for what it, what is due, for what he does well, you know? 
So, but but this is why you you could appreciate a guy like Obi Toppin. When you seen Obi and Jericho Sims on the court together um, last game against the Hawks, they looked really good on switches. Yeah, <laughs> they Sims got lost a couple times, but Sims Sims is the oldest guy in that starting lineup. He's a rookie. <laughs> yeah, that's the point I was trying to make before. All the guys are. I think Grimes is the youngest. He's Grimes is twenty one. You know what I'm saying? He's like the youngest out of those guys. No, RJ younger than Grimes. <laughs> For real? Yeah. RJ's not not 21 yet. RJ 21, but he's younger by by like months. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. That, that's very funny. Yeah, so we, we got a we got a special mix, I think, man, with the, with the guys that we have here with the rookies and stuff. It's it's just different. You know, we got a different set of guys here. It's not it's not the same like 19 year olds trying to figure it out. We got grown men here, you know. Grown men out there. Even Julius Randle's pretty young, twenty-seven years old. Yeah. Evan Fournier's not even thirty yet. He's twenty-nine. No. He's what? Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. But it, it, it's nice to see. Yeah. Obi. Obi needs to be traded. I don't. Why we nigga? Why we gotta trade Obi? Why we gotta, I like. I don't. I don't see the reason. I don't want to trade Obi. It, it's a certain. It, what are you watching? I need to know what you. What, it, what are you? What is people watching? <laughs> You, you see this? Obi is good, but he needs to be packaged with. <laughs> he got to take a walk. <laughs> yo, but, yo, like I hate, I hate saying it. Devil's advocate, you know what I'm saying? But not for nothing. If you trade Obi and and RJ, you, you're gonna get back a really good player at this point now. You know, it's not gonna be a slouch player. So I get it. I get where you're coming from, but I mean, you know. You know, we, we, you know, if, if you want to win games, man, you, you got to be careful of what you do in, the, in these type of things here. So, RJ and Obi, right, let, let me look at his ears back in. You got your ears back in. So, yo, devil's advocate, man. You know what I'm saying? So, Obi Toppin and RJ, that could actually pull a decent player. Dame and Randall not winning no championship. <laughs> Dame and Donovan, I mean, Randall and Donovan Mitchell not winning championship. Nobody's guarding a perimeter. I guess you want vet minimum wing players to guard your perimeter, like the Lakers. Um, yeah. Who, who's like Randall and SGA? They're not winning a championship. Matter of fact, SGA shoots worse than Randall from the field this season. <laughs> so, yeah. And he cannot defend a lick. <laughs> so that's not winning me a championship. So who are you packaging these players for? For De'Aaron Fox? You think Fox and Randall's winning me a championship? Do you do you do you do you do stepped on? <laughs> like I need do you do stepped on, brother? You're bugging. You better build slow. This is gonna be a a well oiled machine, brother. We ain't gotta rush nothing. We ain't gotta rush nothing. I'm not trading RJ. None of those trade packages I just said. None of those teams win a championship. And I'm not interested in rushing for with nothing. You see that seven foot monster over there in Milwaukee? You, you, <laughs> you see that seven? You think Randall and Davis is going to beat Drew Holiday, Chris Kobe Middleton, and Giannis? Please, let's slow down. Let's build this thing right, man. Please. <laughs> All right. So one one funny thing is he said for Ben Simmons, would you trade o- Ob and RJ for Ben Simmons? I'm not trading Obi and RJ for Ben Simmons. Next question. <laughs> I got you. 
I'm not. I'm not with it either, man. Because I mean, like, in, in order to have a good team, because look, mm-hmm. look at the Nets. The Nets are very top heavy. We were just talking about it. They they got Durant. They do have Harden. They got um, you know, Kyrie. I don't know when he's gonna come back, but they have nobody else. You know, no they have Blake. They got no Blake. Death. They have Blake Griffin. They had the bench because he's not doing nothing anymore. Outside of that, they got Millsap and all these other guys and a bunch of no name people. You know, so they they gotta rely on Joe Smoles to come out there and produce to play with these guys, man. So. You know, to have a solid team, you need solid players, one through 10 through 15. You know, big 15, like we were saying last year. So, you know, I like what we're doing, man. So, I mean, like like I was saying before, if you're going to trade anybody, it's definitely going to be the New Orleans of the world. It's definitely going to be, like, something like that in the mix to get that one little piece to add to these guys to prepare us for the playoffs. So, I think that's the tip that we're going to be on, and you know, as the season goes goes along. I don't think it's going to be something blockbuster, but I think we might make a little move to, to, um, to get us that extra piece for the playoffs, I think. If we if we do anything at all, you know. Yeah, um, I'm not trading. <laughs> yeah, I can't trade IQ and Ovi, man. Because who's going to step up to to replace that production at that moment? And I'm not I'm not doing it, bro. You need a team to win championships, bro. I'm good, bro. I want to just build this. I I rather build slow, man. I'm not giving up four or five draft picks. Nah, man. Now, if you want to talk to me, you know, two, three years from now, you know, we, and we got some cap space, and, and Donovan, you know, Spider-Man want to come home, then, then we could talk some. You know, Spider-Man want to come home. You know, Giannis want a new challenge. He talking about, he, you know damn well he ain't staying in Milwaukee past 2025, so he might want a new challenge. Let's see, man. But let these young boys cook for right now, man. Let's see. I told you, I told you, Dad. I think we're gonna have a super team before this decade is over. I think we really, and I don't know when, but I'm I'm confident in that. Now we we know what's coming because we're still gonna have these guys on rookie scale deals when that time happens. Like um, Deuce McBride, all these guys, Grimes and and um, you know Sims, all these guys are still gonna be rookie deals when when we're able to have that cap space. So we're gonna be able to cheat because I think Sims might be a starter. You know, um, Jericho Sims is definitely gonna be in the rotation. Uh, Deuce is gonna be in the rotation. So. You know, that super team stuff that you were talking, I think that is going to happen a few years from now. But I just want to highlight just, just to add on to this trading thing, because just as long as Tom Thibodeau is there, he's like 64, right, whatever how old he is, um, as long as he's there, the, uh, the win now coach, that the, the, at the present moment, like we're still going to have that 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 um, lingering thing that, that a trade is going to be there to win today, you know, to try to win now. Not, not to mortgage the future. But just to do something small to try to win today, I think that's that's still going to be on the table for you know as long as as Thibodeau is here, and, and you know I, I don't think I, you know because I think the Knicks are forward thinking. I don't think we're, they're going to mess up the future, you know because like like I said, the super team thing that you're talking about, I think that's absolutely in play. You know that there was no reason why um, Leon Rose and all these guys are here if you're not if you're not thinking that way, you know. But but still with Tom Thibodeau here, I think there's always the outside chance of us doing something to to make today's team. You know, um, you know, to boost today's team, um, um, you know, roster. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if if you. So this is rare, but if you're going the Golden State route, if you're winning because of those kids, what you trading for? Yo, that's what a good. Trade? That's a good point, man. That's what a good you trading for? Why you why why you even? I'm gonna give you a good example. So there was a point before the Warriors really took off, took off. They were supposed to trade Klay Thompson for Kevin Love. You remember that? Yeah. 
the owner said, hell no. <laughs> so, so what I'm hoping is, James Dolan, they try to trade any one of those three kids, you step in and you say hell no. Because if we build the right way, pay the kids, yo. Pay them. You treat, you pay Nerlens, you know, for that COVID, 2K fans and sands in the season. You know, you pay. Derrick Rose earned his money. So, and Derrick Rose is performing well this year. So, he he should be paid where he is. You gave Randall this money after this COVID season. That man is loafing under the basket. He has no business loafing. So, we all see. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you bring see, a, you bring a, a Alec Burks, Alec Burks, he he got paid, but he playing damn well. He earning yeah. that bread. Evan Fournier, you getting eighteen million to give me, you give me less points. You giving me thirteen points a game. Thirteen? Whoa, whoa! You could have, y'all could have paid the high for Lonzo if you was going to give me thirteen a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what's your just a simple fact that you brought up Golden State, that's a great thing there, man, because, I mean, they do have Stephen Curry there, but they're relying on Jordan Poole, you know, uh, one of the homegrown picks that they got, the, uh, uh, Damian Lee. You know, uh, Draymond is still there. He's also a, a homegrown pick. Uh, they got Andrew Wiggins there. They brought over Otto Porter. They signed off the, off the humble. You know, this other guy, um, uh, Namanja, whatever his name, Belichick, whatever his name is, Gary Payton Jr., you know, the, the bunch of different guys that uh, Kaminga they, they got there. They also got the other kid, um, that they, the the center that's been hurt. Wiseman, oh my god. They got they got Wiseman still, and then and now they got Clay still in, in, in the thing. So I mean, you know, that that's just a, a like a um like foreshadowing for the Knicks because we're we're gonna be on the same page once our rookies start to become what they're supposed to come. We're gonna have cash and all this other stuff to be able to to uh, slap on extra players on here, man, with with the salary cap and things of that nature, man. So. You know, we're not we're not just talking out of our out of our behinds. You know, this is this is like, you you can't stop the rain, bro. You can't stop it. You can't this, stop the rain. This is one of the pivotal pivotal moments right now. So I might be off the wall with what I'm about to say, and I guess we could I guess we could get out of here after this. Yeah, yeah. This how off the wall this part. We're at a pivotal moment right now, where. We can actually see the Knicks grow a homegrown juggernaut. If they continue to play these kids, RJ, Mitch, Obi, Quickly, Grimes, you got five boys in there. If you play Jericho, since that's six. If you continue to win games, let's say we go on a win streak and you playing the kids. Yo, ride that wave. Don't sit them boys. Because you got something special there. Avoid all trades. You might have to hang up on dudes. You want a vet? All right, cool. You can't have a young core. <laughs> you, you might really have to hang Because that chemistry, them boys get drafted together. They like best buddies. I've been, I've been upstate to college, bro. Like, it's nothing like your roommate. Because that's the person that you got to see most of the time. So we're we going to see people who played on professional sports. You know, we gonna we, we gonna see, man. We gonna see, man. Yeah, we, we seen it, man. Like Juice McBride and Grimes uh, at, during shoot around, they were right next to each other. We, we we saw that, you know, in the Boston game, right? They were standing right next to each other the whole time. Mm -hmm. But you know, but, you know, I guess we could leave this right here as as the as the parting parting shot. Um, he's talking about, um, you know, pull up the numbers for the magical kids and grown actual grown ass man. That blah 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 blah. 
you know, like like for for him to say that, you really don't get what we're saying, you know, because it's, yeah. it's not at this point in time, it's not really necessarily about the numbers. Because Quentin Grimes, if I pull a Quentin Grimes numbers, you're gonna be like, well, that is that doesn't look like a good basketball player, you know. Yes. But as as far as the team is concerned, well, you know, the the mixture of the ten guys that we're gonna be using to to play going forward, you know, and then leading up until down the line when we could do things. You know, this is this is our this is the magic that we have that going for us. You know, so you really you really have to pay attention, watch the games, and just enjoy the moment because I I feel like this we're on a path right now that can't be stopped. You know, so you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm glad that we that we waited because we wouldn't be saying shit like this <laughs> if it was Friday. Friday we wasn't saying shit like this. You know, so you know, winning does cure all. So I think this this Kemba thing we're all talking about Kemba. I think this this is gonna like like you know. This is gonna write the ship, I think. I definitely think so. It better. It better. I, I hope. I hope. Um. My my prediction comes to fruition, man. We play the kids and go on a win streak. That'd yeah. be so nice. I think this team could really compete. Yeah, I, I think we're a better team than what we've shown. And you know, the early first twenty games has been a letdown. But let's see. Um, he changed. He put a change in his rotation. So I get. I'm assuming that he's doing 20 game, uh, 20 game samples, and I guess the 20 game samples is a large enough sample size to understand what works and what don't work. So, you know what's funny? Like uh, right after the um, after we play the Nets, we have 12 days to till we have 12 games till till Christmas. Basically, start from the Nets. We got 12 games to Christmas. So that's that's like a magical number there, you know, for Christmas and shit. So we'll see, man. In these twelve games, we definitely gonna figure out what type of team we have by the time we play Atlanta again, you know, on Christmas Day. I think that Young Warriors team went on a. I think they went on on like a thirteen game win streak in twenty fourteen, and that's when you knew like, oh, they on their way. They yeah. they come. They they, they they on their way. They coming. The Spurs is good. OKC they good. But that Young Golden State team, you knew you knew something was brewing over there. And then you get that one. I, I I think we just need that one free agent signing or that one trade without giving up a lot, like that Andre Eagle dollar where you just you can just bloop, bump that person in the starting lineup or bump them off the bench. And I I think we good to go, man. Yeah. Okay. But but we can't we, we we can always look for trades to improve the team. But hey, the Golden State Warriors was not looking for trades, and they curved a Clay Thompson trade before they went on that magical run. So yeah. you better think before you try to just trade all these guys for Damian Lillard, a 34-year-old guy or a 33-year-old guy who realistically, what you want? You just want deep deep threes? Quickly, you shoot me some deep threes. <laughs> yeah, but people, people, they did too. That, that first championship, they had David Lee. They had um, uh, Bogut. They had a couple guys on the team that, that wasn't on the next team. You know, so they, they were able to cheat a little bit to, to get more talent. And that's, what, that's how they was able to get Durant, that type of thing too. So. You know, our story is still being told, man. So, you know, like I said, you can't stop the rain, man. I think I think the Knicks are going to be really good now. Absolutely. So, um, all right, man. I guess we got into it, man. Y'all boys, they know where to find us, man. I guess you can put up the, the, the graphic, man. Amazon, Alexa, Google Play, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Um, y'all know where to find us, man. Uh, let's go. Let's see. Um. Tibbs, please keep Nerlens out of the rotation. I don't really <laughs> want to see him when he come back. Um, 
Kimball Walker, he can stay out of the rotation. I don't want to see him no more playing. Um, and let's see what we do. Let's see what we do. Um, go next. That's all I got, man. I'm out of here, man. Yeah, man. Peace, guys. See you guys on the next one. Yes, sir.